Rob, I, I, before we start recording, uh-huh. I have something I would like to give you. Oh, okay. What do you have? Well, you know, we've been, you know, doing a, a lot of podcasting lately and we've, we've banged some episodes. So I've had a little more free time and what do I keep saying I want to do once I have a little downtime? I want to get back to my paints. Oh, you can yeah, I want yeah, to paint a little more. So okay. I made you this. Oh, thank you. Do you like it? I, I love it. Thank yes. you. That's great. Uh, yeah. And you know, um, I have a, I know a place to get stuff framed pretty cheap. So if you want to frame it, I, I know you got that wall like right in your living room, sort of just in the focal point of the room that uh, could, it's a little, little barren could use a little something. So, um, yeah, it, it, I know it looks big, yeah, but I, mean, I think is, in context, it's gonna, it's gonna look right. I mean, it is. Yeah. I mean, it looks big because it is big. This is a, this is a large painting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's like, what, what size is this canvas? This is, this is enormous. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, apparently the guy who made it was uh, driven insane making it, but yeah, he he died before he could finish that that corner. Over yeah, that's there. why it kind of trails off in the yeah. corner over there. But as far as like the subject matter goes, yeah, um, I don't know. It felt kind of you. Like I I was just painting it, and I when I finished, I was like, "This is this is Rob." Well, uh, thank you. I love it. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate it. And I'll I'm gonna put this uh, right up on the wall next to um, the other painting from my other podcast co-host. Oh no, this is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't think you don't think uh, he'll mind that the painting I gave you is um, m- me directly antithetical to their painting. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's me knifing them in the gut over and over <laughs> yeah. again. Right. Um, yeah. You shooting, uh, the, yeah, you're- the painting in, in the head. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how that, that works, but, <laughs> but that's, it's not up. For it's me. meta. It's, it's, it's yeah, postmodern. It's Listen, art is up for interpretation. I get it. Well, not all art because this thing that we're watching this week, is Dog Turd City. This week on King Me, don't let him inside your head still. This is part two of Mr. Mercedes season two. King Me. King Me. Welcome to King Me, the official Stephen king movie podcast the official podcast of kinging me of being kinged by me yeah uh, the, the official, official podcast pod- of uh uh take twos <laughs> the official podcast of huge on-air revelations secret <laughs> podcast host not even as a joke do i want to hear about that i am so deeply offended <laughs> It's like hearing that you have a work wife. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Work wife, not cool. Work thruple. 
thoughts? Yeah, no, I mean, that's very cool. That's just like working with a team of people at that point, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You're just. Right. <laughs> oh, this is my work polycule. It's yeah, all yeah. the people I oh, work this is with. This my work orgy. <laughs> Everybody's like, whoa, <laughs> this is not the kind of place for that. <laughs> you ever hear the term scrum <laughs> in the context of business? Um, no. It does sort of evoke work orgy, doesn't it? It's like a, a management approach or something. I don't know. I, I mean, is it, a scrum is like a rugby term, isn't it? Yeah, which is inherently pretty, you know, it's a lot orgy. of glistening thighs. Oh, so. Yes. All, all oh, the thighs. my God. <laughs> Jesus these Christ. thighs, these thighs. More thighs than a KFC. My goodness. <laughs> oh. Guys, well, we're not here to talk about thighs. <laughs> Um, we're not here to talk about rugby either. We're here to talk about a little bit about street hockey, (laughs) a touch of street hockey. And rather than thighs, I suppose brains, some brains, maybe some smooching and that's it. (laughs) And Uh, more than anything, we're here to talk about disappointment. (laughs) This is the official podcast of. Brains, street hockey, and and disappointment. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. I. All right, so we're doing the second half of Mister Mercedes season two. Right? Seems excessive, doesn't it, listener? <laughs> I know. I tried to tell him. <laughs> dead. I'm a dead guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, uh, it is excessive, especially after watching the whole thing. Uh, probably could have been summed up in like, probably could have done a mini episode about it. Really, mm-hmm. um, this is not good. I'm gonna say it. I did not like it. No, um, listless, ambling. Mm. Um, this is a rudderless ship of a show. Yep, all of these things. The. I would argue that King Me is the official podcast of spending seven to eight episodes setting up a situation where your antagonist does mind control and also is turning into a computer man. Yep. And then just abandoning all of that and then killing him with a piece of plastic. Yeah. I mean, this, uh, fuck man. Uh, (laughs) The, the same way that we when we talked about uh, Castle Rock, how like that show was seemed like it was maybe going in one direction for eight episodes, mm-hmm. and then the last two yeah. episodes they just shifted gears, and totally. now we're something else. And that's exactly what happened here. It was the last two episodes of this season. I mean, they might as well have just said, "All right, forget everything you just saw." <laughs> like, yeah, forget, forget the first eight episodes. Don't matter. Uh, now moving forward, here we go. You're like, what? And no, I, I don't know. I, all right, let's, I kind of, so in the beginning of the second half here, see, uh, episode six, seven, and eight, right? Mm-hmm. All the mind control stuff, all of that. I'm like, you know what? This is like a really dumb show. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Right. You sort of like beaten into submission. Yes. And you're like, like, all right, fine. These are the rules. Yes, exactly. Like the first season was like totally different. It was just like a crime story about this guy trying to solve this case. And you're like, mm-hmm. okay, that's what that is. And then the first half of this season, you're like, this sucks. Like this is not as good as the first season. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, fine. These are the fucking rules. This is where we're going. I don't know if Brady is ever going to get out of this coma. I don't know if he's going to become some sort of lawnmower man. I don't know if uh, you know he's just going to keep taking people over that come in con. Whatever. And but I'm like, okay, it's a much dumber show. It's not as good as season one. Right. Now I'm but looking at, least through, at it's it like, through those lens. That it's lens. still fundamentally like that same sort of like cat and mouse thing. Like. It is for as dumb as it is. It's still a continuation of season one. Right. Like, and then, and then he he just gets up. Right. Brady's in a coma. Brady just gets up. For eight episodes. And then at the end of episode eight, he just gets up and leaves the hospital. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Remember when, like, they made just like a whole meal, like the mind palace became like this whole, it was yeah. this whole thing. The basement of Brady's brain. Yeah. We spent so much time there. There's like a whole cavalcade of characters. Um, when, um, library Al gets shot, there's like this cataclysm in the basement. Like we, sp- we spend a lot of time there. We're led to believe it's very important. How do we get out of the basement? Little boy just says, come on, brother. It's time to go. Come on, that's brother. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that's it. We just, we're just done. Like that whole device disappears. Yep. Not that I'm like mad. It was stupid, but it's just it's, like, yeah. if I'm, I, I guess angrier that you made me, you made me watch for eight episodes. <laughs> What's that from? He made me watch. He, uh, Sin City. Yeah. Yeah. It, when he. When yeah. Gina Car- Car- what's her name? Not Gina Carano. Not Gina Carano. Um, I forget. It, it's something forget very it Italian. Uh, she was just Gina. in the. Uh, we just watched a fucking movie with her in it. Jesus Christ. We did. Yeah. The, the sexy one where she's tied to the bed. Oh, um, oh, my God. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, it's Gerald's game lady. Ger- yes. Fuck, I can't. What My is her name? Is totally full mush. Carla yeah. Gugino. Carla Gugino. <laughs> Carla Gugino. Maria Bello. I mean, yeah. Carla Gugino and Maria Bello should have been cast in the new Super Mario Brothers animated film. <laughs> it would have been better than everybody else they have in there. Um, better yes. than Jack Black as Bowser? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I might like that, but that could guess, be fun. That could be fun. I feel like you go. Don't you go for someone with more of like a baritone for Bowser? Don't you? Don't you isn't that the association you have in your head? Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I guess I, when I think of Jack Black, I I don't think of like a guy who has it all together. He kind of, you know, not like Bowser. That's well, I don't know how he does it. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I I picture Jack Black, like, like doing the uh, uh, what's it, the fucking School of Rock thing, where he's mm. just sort of like high energy all over the place. Yeah, and that's not Bowser. 
No, not that's at all. Not a, that's not a Bowser. Yeah, that's not the disposition of someone who rules an entire kingdom of Koopas. That's right. My opinion. Who has he an is not a plumber. He is not cut out to rule a country. No. Uh, Regina, uh, what's her name? Uh, Carla Gugino. Carla Gugino. Hey, Carla Gugino. You gotta, yeah, we gotta step by step find our way yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to walk it back here. Uh, he made me yeah. watch he made, eight he episodes made. of the Basement Mind Palace. <laughs> right. So the Basement Mind Palace, uh, we saw. Right, we saw the Mind Palace blow up. Um, then we got a little dance sequence with uh, Brady and uh, a body double for his mom. And mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> sure was. And, you know, just don't maybe just don't include it. You know, leave it out. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, but you know, if they didn't, we'd be over here. You know, the the podcast. Uh, what what would you call it? Not like paparazzi, but literati. Uh, the podcast literati would be over here being like, uh-huh. why didn't you show Brady with a body double playing her mom, playing his mom? <laughs> yeah. Why, why didn't you show that? Why didn't you show how much he wanted to fuck his mom again? <laughs> That's the part we time. liked. I mean, yeah, it is the yeah. part we talked about probably the most incessantly when we did season one. Well, yeah. I mean, she was constantly jacking him off. Um, so maybe that's why we don't like season two. Not enough. Uh, uh, mother son stuff. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> too light. on right. the uh, <laughs> Right. Too light on the incest stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Closest thing we get to that in this season mm-hmm. is Jerome's dad smashing the eggs that he bought. Yeah. That, that, that scene was a bummer. And frankly, not hot at all. No. <laughs> I mean, you know, step on me, not my eggs, please. <laughs> that was probably the best scene in the whole season, and it had nothing, no place being nothing. there. It had, it was not a, it was barely a continuation of something that got yeah. set up in a prior episode. And there was no resolution. No, there wasn't. <laughs> they, no. They, as far as I, we I, know, Jerome's, Jerome's dad will go to season. his grave hating his son. I, I feel like Jerome's whole character this season was set up, was setting up towards something and then no, no payoff whatsoever. Yeah. No, because we had to spend too much time with fucking Cora Babineau <laughs> her, and her Jesus. pregnancy, which also gets forgotten. Um, <laughs> right. Like, um, we spend so much time with the fucking Babinos. For uh, what? We spend so much time with the Babinos until the fucking very end when they're nowhere in sight. Like, Cora is in the courtroom, but, like, Felix is nowhere in sight. He was yep. integral to the fucking plot yeah. a, he a, was for doing, seven episodes. He was doing illegal experiments on on a guy in a coma right like he was doing illegal and they didn't even fucking call him in as to be interrogated in court no they didn't even bring him to the fucking courtroom (laughs) yeah like the most interesting moment of these people's lives as a viewer when they're when the whole thing is like crashing down on them all we really get is just like right we that's what i guess what the monologue from Cora is about where she's basically like 
you're out, you're dispensable, we're done here, right? Yeah. I forget exactly what gets said in there, but that that's sort of the long and short of it is. And she's just like on a talk show circuit, just like talking about how it's actually like pretty good to experiment right. on people in comas. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're in a coma. They, they don't feel it. It's fine. Um, so I don't know. Like I, I don't really feel like we have to go through, uh, you know, every plot point. I really, there's so much filler in this season. I feel like it could have been cut down to like six episodes, like max. Mm-hmm. If you if you told this whole story in six episodes, uh, it would have been a tighter story and maybe more enjoyable. Uh, it just drags on fucking forever. The, there's like, so we get when we left off in the at the end of uh, episode five. Right, um, Montez and Brendan Gleeson were at the bar, and Montez was telling him how uh, this guy broke in, killed his dog, and wrote—I um, forget what the the Latin phrase yeah, was. Yeah, me too. But he wrote a Latin phrase in blood on the guy's like porch, and you know they—he was like, nobody heard me say that except for Brady. I know nobody heard me say that, right? Um. And then it, uh, that's sort of like uh, – it seems like Montez is sort of like going along with the idea that Brady can take people's minds over, right? He's He was like completely against it and then that happened and he was like more open to that idea. The next, the very next episode, they arrest Library Al. Um, you know, they, they like fucking uh, – like the SWAT team, like it's a, it's pretty wild the fucking yeah. the way they, they they fucking bring him down and shit. Yeah. Um, but like I don't. And and why do know, they arrest him again? Um, uh, because they oh, because of the blood in the car. Is that yeah? There there was like the dog blood in the car. Right, um, right. And Brendan Gleeson, he like, uh, he talks to the guy to Library Al, and he can he can tell that the guy is not like. He, they, they never go into like uh, what is specifically wrong with a guy, um, but he, but he's like I don't know uh, mentally impaired, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a bit slow, and he just sort of like he works in the hospital. He pushes the the library cart around, and like offers books to the pace, or patients and stuff, and that's like his whole job. Uh, he lives with his brother, so when they arrest him, and you know, uh, Montez is like calling him a piece of shit and, you know, you killed my fucking dog and all this stuff. Right. It's, it's more sad than anything. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's this guy who doesn't know what's going on. And you know, he was, his mind was taken over by fucking stupid Brady. He is stupid. Uh, he sucks. He sucks, man. He, he <laughs> sucks. Uh, so, but that, so, all right. So they arrest him and then, uh, his brother bails him out of jail. Uh, they they go home, and then they're talking, and they're talking about going up to, like, the lake house or whatever. They have a lake house. And then they pack. And so, I, I don't know, this that stupid fucking tablet, again. It's called, like, a zap it, right? Yeah, this yeah. is a fucking zap it. Uh, you know, uh, Library Al is all upset. The thing, the batteries are dead, so he's got to charge it. And then before they go on their trip, he, 
what a charged. lame like <sighs> tension device too to be like oh my tablet has to charge yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh no is it gonna charge before he leaves and but what's gonna happen then all that shit but then so then he gets he he opens up the fucking tablet thing and he he gets immediately taken over by Brady again so originally I thought that this was just like because Brady was in the proximity these people were in the proximity of Brady and like this electrical equipment and there's no real explanation of why he he can like enter people's minds through this tablet that's no it's just sort of it's just decided like yeah I remember because there's a moment in like episode three or four where Al just like sits down in Brady's room to just like sneak a break in and he plays with the zap it and literally it's just maybe Roby in Brady's mind palace being like oh it's the zap it's they hypnotize people yeah right which is an annoying that's an annoying commentary Uh uh-huh um I mean were we just saying in the uh the baby this Mm -hmm. week's baby that um we have no more internal monologues because we listen to podcasts too much yeah yeah Yeah, but also it's annoying to point point it out in a tv show (laughs) well no you know what it but like it is annoying but we pointed it out in the in the baby episode that we we have lost our internal monologues because we listen to too many podcasts while doing like trivial things mm-hmm. and so like uh so we're like okay well we you know we we both were like separately like we we had come to the conclusion on our own that we had to not listen to so many podcasts so we could right. actually think for ourselves yeah i'll, I'll be uh, back yeah no of course i'm going to be back what are you? I'm, I'm addicted to this fucking thing. Um, and so yeah. are you. So don't try to, you know, uncouple from us. Uh, right. Don't do that. No, no. We're actually, we're playing hypnotic neuro beats under, <laughs> underneath. We're playing, playing and dancing to, um, what's uh, like, good morning, Mr. Magpie or whatever. song oh, yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so, uh, so Brady, Brady is able to enter library Al's mind. Uh, he kills his brother, slits his brother's throat. Uh, pretty, pretty brutal stuff. Yeah. Gnarly dude. Yeah. And then, uh, then he cuts goes, part of his ear off. Do you say that? Yeah. Uh, yes. He cuts part of the ear. He's given him a haircut and then he takes the scissors, cuts part of his ear off, then grabs a straight razor and slices his throat. Yeah. Um, then I got to say, yeah, Al's brother dumber uh-huh. than he is, <laughs> right? Cause minutes earlier, Al was like, yeah, I don't know what it is, but I just had, I black out in ways I can't account for. And I kill dogs now. So, and then he's just I, right. like, he's like, don't you want a haircut before we go to the cabin? <laughs> right. right. A- acting completely differently. Too. Totally different. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, right. His brother was like in the car waiting for him to leave. <laughs> yeah. And like out of nowhere, Al's like, don't you want a haircut? Like, no, I want to leave. We yeah. We're leaving. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then library Al goes to, uh, why, why can I never remember Brendan Gleason's fucking name? Bill. What? Retired Bill, detective Bill Hodges. Bill Hodges. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes to Hodges Hodges's house, and 
he just he, nobody's there. He just waits around. Yeah. He, he well, it's himself. Brady in the library owl. Um, right. Yeah, it's Brady in the, from, you know. <laughs> the library owl Eva. Yeah, the mech. <laughs> The mech suit. Yeah. The, he's, he's the mech Al. Piloting the Al Gundam. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he, right. He, uh, so, right. Brady controlling Al. They're in his house. Uh, they cook some food. He breaks a record. He fucking like. Most like, food cooked. Yeah. That's Jer- the record. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you mean he smashes a vinyl record yeah he smashes yeah. a vinyl record yeah. <laughs> yeah the tallest hamburger he makes <laughs> i did it kitchen. my god i did it <laughs> oh, only an evil genius like yeah. brady hartsfeld could make a hamburger this tall <laughs> and with that much arsenic in it <laughs> all right yeah. uh this thing is, this is just a rat poison burger i don't want this um so they're waiting around, right? And that's then, like the new trend after Smash Burgers, Rat Poison Burger. Yeah, Rat Burgers. Uh, <laughs> it's just gross. Uh, no, it's so, not. It's funny. No, it's funny. Al is in the house. Holly <laughs> comes home, and then so there's like tension around like whether or not like Al has a gun too. Like he's gonna hurt Holly. Nobody wants this, right? And at this point, nobody show, wants Holly to get hurt. You mean? Yeah, correct. Uh, yes. she's yeah, you know, she's just like a she's a sweet character, right? And you you got a thing for Holly? Do I have a thing for Holly? I think you have a thing for Holly. Am I am I always talking about how Holly is so hot? Holly, this Holly that. <laughs> First yeah. season, you were like, you were like, I just think she's just like such an interesting character and. Uh-huh. Justine Loop is such a wonderful actress. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I yeah, know. I just I think she's just so uh, you know, good in this role and I think uh we would just if we ever met, I think we would just hit it off really well. Yeah. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm realizing cuz like when we record uh Rob sh- will screen share his notes with me and uh-huh. I can see he has a browser tab open for the Justine Loop page on mrskin.com. N- what? No. Zero entries. No. <laughs> Is Mr. Skin still a thing? I have no idea. <laughs> I feel like it also didn't it come up like last week too on this the, very program. Yes, I think yeah, we we said wow. like something was Mr. Skin for something else. Yeah. The if- <laughs> The official Mr. Skin movie podcast. Right. Uh, wow. Mr. Skin is still a thing. Mm. And now the authorities have your IP address. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a weird fucking. What a weird bunch of stuff. We're a weird. We are a weird culture here. <laughs> uh, all right. He's just scrolling. This is weird. Oh, this is also weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, just the idea oh, that like. That's uh, weird. All, that's these weird. Mo- that's weird too. A- actresses are nude in movies, and it, they're all of these nude scenes are collected in one place, so you don't have to actually watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does that sort of like undermine the idea that that movies can be art? <laughs> like, I mean, that, yes, that definitely it, undermines that idea. Yes. <laughs> like, there's no Mister Skin for like, um, I don't know. Like, uh, like the like the Guggenheim, Brit- yeah, yeah, right. Like you can't be right. like which statues are naked. Yeah, yeah, uh, right. 
but I, I don't know. Are there other websites that that focus on like other, you know, non naked aspects of movies? Like, uh, I is know there that a Mrs. Skin? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're asking? <laughs> yeah. I, I oh, there is um. There's that one about does a dog die dot com or whatever. Yes, it's called. I was just gonna say that. Yep. The one where they're like, it, it, you know, if you're very sensitive about this, like the, it, there's a, a dog dies in this movie. So don't yeah. watch it. It's like it's for many different um, things, right? Like, yes, many different uh, triggers, things you may not want to see. Right. Um, and then the only other thing I can think of along the same lines is like that website TV tropes. TV tropes. <laughs> what is TV tropes? It's literally just like. It's King Tropes, but for all tropes. Oh, all right. That, well, I think that's the slogan on the website, well, too. You'll you'll be receiving a cease and desist from King Tropes. <laughs> what, what if, um, because they're, right, what if they also have, like, a system of a down song, but it's, like, TV Tropes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a different one. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you instantly recognize that as aerials? Aerials, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. Or I guess I could have gone troops <laughs> on TV. your screen. Oh, that's even better, yeah. <laughs> what right. about what about can I pitch one more? Yeah, of course. Troops TV 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 <laughs> Troops TV 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 TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, I guess this movie down songs work well in parody. <laughs> there was always there a good like a uh, template. Yeah. All That's right. a shame that there was never a weird owl system of a down parody or oh, that seems like a great pairing, especially yeah. um, chop suey. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. You could be so, I mean, we do it with the fucking King tropes theme song. It's so silly. Be- and like part of the reason it's so silly is that it's so fast. It's so fast <laughs> and intense. And like weird Al's got such a funny yell, like half yeah. of his <laughs> shtick is just like yelling <laughs> funny. I feel like that would be yeah. perfect for him. <laughs> right. Oh, well, what could have been right. What could right. have been now? All we have are cake drops. Yeah. <laughs> like he does a version of chop suey, but it's, it's just about like, uh, like, vegetable soupy or something like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Vegetable soupy. <laughs> Is it as funny if you change the name from one type of food to a different type <laughs> yeah. of food? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, that's that, that I think that makes it funnier. <laughs> <laughs> or there's that, um, uh, that what it's a 30 rock joke it's about like what's her name jenna maloney right jenna she wants to uh she makes she's offended that weird al made a parody of her song so she makes a parody of a weird al song and then weird al normalizes the song (laughs) (laughs) oh that's great (laughs) that's very it's very funny (laughs) oh my goodness yeah, <laughs> just just taking a joke to its uh, inevitable uh, conclusion. Yeah, <laughs> we've come full circle here. <laughs> Love it. All right. Hey, much like that joke structure, this uh-huh. whole season talks a lot about how things get inverted and turned 
topsy-turvy style. Yeah. Due to uh, where Brady was once asleep, he is now awake. <laughs> uh, uh, people so, are assembling outside the courthouse advocating justice for mass justice murderer for Brady. Brady. <laughs> the dumbest thing in this. Like, Come it approached on. like Law and Order SVU levels of implausibility. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, I feel like there's a lot of um, just like there's no justice. Like there's there's some like basically like cops can't do their jobs because they're hamstringed by. Oh, uh, yeah. Like these. vigilante justice. Yeah. 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 Basically, you got to play by the rules. I don't. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so just real quick. Library Al. He, uh, uh, Holly comes home, right? Library Al is there and you know, it, there's like tension. And then she sees the mess that Al has made. She thinks that Bill has made the mess. She starts cleaning it up and she's like, Oh, Bill. And he left the coffee pot on. And then she remembers that he always leaves the coffee, coffee pot on. And he probably did it at the office also. Yes. So she leaves. Now I kind of liked, Yeah. first of all, I, I liked how this played out because you don't know off the bat where Al is. Well, that's and, what I was going to say. I thought yeah. this was actually very effective in yeah. creating the tension, right? Like, so uh, we see Al pick up a card, like a business card, and it has like the address and everything of their investigative, you know, uh, business practice, right? Yeah. right? Finders Keepers, is that what it's called? Yes, Finders yes. Keepers. So we know that Holly is back at the office, which is like, it's an. It used to be a bar, which is pretty cool. For I like that. Yeah. 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 yeah that's fine. Um, and then Bill comes home. So, and Bill sees like his house is like, there are things that are off, right? Like just out of place or whatever. The and world's tallest hamburger cooking right, the, on the griddle. Yeah. And it's like, what, what the, what the hell is this? Uh, I can't, I, I was trying to do it. That a, was almost like Adam Sandler. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was doing a little Nikki impression. That's a big burger. <laughs> it's good. That yeah. was a good Nikki. Gigantic um, hamburgers, fucking awesome, or whatever, whatever he says whatever. about Popeyes. Yeah, it's fucking. It's awesome. the shit. Uh, so, so Hodges knows that somebody's was in the house, right? And as a viewer, we're not sure if uh, Library Al is in the house. Or going to the office to get Holly, right? Ultimately, he's in the house. He attacks Hodges, uh, you know, fucks him up pretty good, and hits him with like a piece of wood and like breaks his rib. Yeah, like a table leg or something. Yeah. And then uh, Hodges has a gun that gets like uh, knocked out of his hand, and Library Al like tackles him and starts beating him in the face. And Ida shows up out of nowhere and she has like this like loud alarm thing on her, on her keychain, And she sets that off distracting Al long enough for Bill to grab the gun shoots Al. And right before he shoot, he shoots Al in the chest. And then right before he kills him, Al looks at him like he, you know, it, it like he returns to being library Al. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know how, why I'm here. I don't know what's happening. He looks very confused. And then he gets shot in the head. Yeah. Um, that was so sad. It was so fucking sad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, man, that that part was uh, pretty brutal. 
to watch. And again, like stuff like that makes the weird left turn that this takes even more frustrating because it's like yeah, even more jarring. that never comes up. And it's like, why are we? I don't know. Okay, so basically, Brady comes out of the coma and goes to um, the Babino's with a right, goes taser. to the Babino's house. Yeah. So he, uh, right. He escapes. Um, they, there, there's that scene where Montez and Hodges are talking to Babino. And like you're saying like that whole, uh, well, my hands are tied here, but you know, and then Hodges is like, no, I, I agree with him. Maybe me and him should have a talk, uh, alone. And you know, where he's like, and then he just like pulls out a sock full of pennies or whatever the fuck. <laughs> It's <laughs> very the fuck funny. You get that? And he was like, I'm Irish. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, we all Irish. have one of these. Yeah, we, we all have a fucking sock full of pennies. Except uh, it was full of doubloons, <laughs> gold pieces. Yeah, Blarney stones. <laughs> uh, yeah, so whatever. But yes, uh, Brady escapes, and there's that whole interaction with him in the like the thrift store or whatever, where he's like, he's dressed like a doctor and he's trying to be like, he's acting like in quotations, a normal person. Um, then right. Then he goes to the Babino's house. Um, and they're having like this big argument about, you know, she, I think she was like leaving him. Right. Um, she, like her plan was just to, uh, she, she was packing. She was going to go because, Basically, like he, uh, his usefulness, I feel like, had run out. That's mm-hmm. the impression that I got, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Brady shows up, and Brady has a taser, right? And where do you get that? Where do you get that fucking taser? Also, I don't know, man. Holding like, like in this in this very situation, right? Serial, you know, killer gets uh, comes out of a coma. Right, breaks into your house with only a taser and holds you hostage or whatever. I feel like that's not enough to hold these two people hostage. Am Sweep I wrong? the legs. Yeah. Right? Sweep the legs. Like the, the guy is clearly like, uh, you know, sickly. You know, his he he's, he's got the thing much. in his throat still. Right? right. Like he's not in, you know, peak physical condition. He's not uh, this like. You know, he's not Jason Momoa in your house. <laughs> you know, it's like it's a little Brady Hartsfield. He's he's you know not an intimidating person, but yeah. whatever. Uh, he takes them hostage, um, and and he's he's giving them the rundown of like like why do I feel these things? Like I'm start I I feel regret for the things that I've done. I've never felt that way, um, which you, completely yeah. unearned. There's well, yeah. none of that leading up to it. I get, is that what we're supposed to get from like him occupying his own head with his, with the people he killed? Is that like, no, no, I, I, I don't think that was it at all. I, I really, the only thing that makes any sense to me and they don't really talk about it in the show is that, uh, you know, whatever, uh, that drug was that, that he was taking to grow back, the portion of brain that was actually like damaged from season mm-hmm. one. 
also grew back the portion of his brain that, uh, you know, uh, supplied him with like emotions and a conscience. Mm. Mm-hmm. And but that like they don't there's go into no, that. They don't fucking right. talk about it. There's no lead up to that. No, there's no indication. It's just yeah, that's it. That's it. So, um, so Brady takes him hostage. Right? They he explains like why am I feeling these things? What did you do to me? Did you cut something? Like there's real, that, real yeah. quick. The only other indication you get about that um, is when they're doing like um the surgery right like the exploratory yeah. surgery for uh-huh. the it, like yeah, they have his brain the Chinese off. pharmaceutical company or whatever yeah and he sa- he says something like the point of that was to get Brady conscious like he was supposed to yes. speak and like be alert and he doesn't do that seemingly willfully mm-hmm. and Babino is like he's like you're not going to fucking talk. I could, he's like, I have, I'm in your brain, motherfucker. Yeah. Like I could, I could make you, make you a puppy dog if I wanted. Just like I yes. can make you a little sweetheart. Right. And you'd hate that. Cause you're psycho twisted. <laughs> yeah. You're too twisted. <laughs> so there's that, but we are never led to believe he actually does do that. No, so no, not at yeah. all. So, um, and then the other thing is, uh, you know, he, he's asking about the drug and you know, what's going to happen to him. And they're, they're basically like the doctor tells me, he's like, you, you need to keep taking the drug. Otherwise um, the reverse effects are going to be, you know, they're going to happen so fast that you're going to be dead in three days. Right. Right. So it leaves Brady, no other option, but to turn himself in. Right. So, he take he makes the Babinos drive him back to the hospital, right? And then there's that whole yeah, scene he, in the back. He seat. turns it into a quid pro quo where he's like, yeah. I mean, the term he uses is teamy weemy, which is yeah. incredibly annoying. Um, <laughs> that was very dumb. They, and he says it like five times, like it's he does. Like we, the audience, love this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you yeah, he's like, are, you need me alive. Teeny weeny. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you need me alive for your research, and I need me alive due to wanting that. Right, due to wanting to be alive. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they go to the police station, and they're about to. Oh yeah, to, it's a police station. Yeah, it's yeah. In the hospital. So it's Babino and Cora, and then Brady in the back seat, and they're about to get out, and Brady's like, before we do that. Um, I have a favor to ask of Cora. Could you please join me in the back seat of the car? Right. And he's basically just like, he's like, my life's basically over. They're going to kill me. Um, and I have never kissed a beautiful lady outside of mother, <laughs> apart from mother. Um, I've, I've certainly never kissed a beautiful lady who looks like Miguel Ferrer. (laughs) Um, would you, he's like, I'm not going to hurt you. Would you do me the honor? Right. So that plays out for a long time. That was pretty, uh, uncomfortable. Yes. Effective enough, you know? Right. Um, and that like she kisses him and then he's like, he's like that. I'm sorry. That's not good enough. You're gonna have to. Right. And she, it, she kind it of really, gives him a peck. Yeah, none of it yeah. is really like it's it's not super like forceful or menacing. It's kind of just like 
I mean, no. it's like gross and he, he is manipulating yes. the situation, but he is not being like, he really is just like, I mean, I'm not going to hurt you. You yeah, can, you know, like you're going to write a book about this yeah. when you, when we're done here. So you can put this in your book. Wouldn't that, wouldn't right. that be great fodder for, for a memoir? Um, so then she does it and he has like tears in his eyes or whatever. Right. Um, and so presumably like, jizz in his pants. <laughs> yeah. He goes, and then his eyes yeah. cross. <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. Boom. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna fucking shoot. <laughs> oh, he goes, and then you hear like a boy oing sound effect. Yeah. Um, well, so with that <laughs> that whole scene, right? Yeah. Uh, the whole idea, I guess, of it is that now that he has a conscience or like he has feelings, he can feel before before all that when he was just like a psychopath. Uh, the only thing he felt was like anger and like. Uh, you know, like uh, negative feelings, we'll say, right? And this was like a chance for him to feel good about anything. And he says something to the effect that he's just like, uh, you know, I've never, I've. He says that I've never kissed a like a beautiful woman or whatever. But he's like, I've never had that feeling, right? Which is like, again, it's such a. I don't know. It is a. It's a weird scene because it's not lecherous in the way that he is doing it it is he, he is like manipulating it like you said um but it, i get the feeling that the the show is trying to make us somehow feel bad for brady here um and i don't feel like that's effective in the least bit um yeah or yeah make us feel bad or sell the idea that he is like fundamentally different, different now sure which like honestly i mean that whole thing was so fucking annoying and like not how court works. Not that like, I know so much about how court works, but the idea that they would just like throw away the charges of a mass murderer who (laughs) remembers doing it and is just being like, I feel bad now. Right. I couldn't be held accountable for that because of of how bad I feel. Right. Right. Meanwhile, he's like, he is sort of um, blackmailing the police every step of the way. So, well, right. I don't know much about, you know, I, I don't really know any police personally, but my understanding is that when you threaten them, they tend to react poorly to that. And yeah, they don't, they don't love it. Yeah. They don't cower in fear of, um, you know, like not malpractice, but you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just kind of turn off the body cameras. <laughs> right. Like, like they're, so at a certain point they arrest, uh, Bill Hodges mm-hmm. because, uh, Brady accused him of trying to kill him while he was in a coma. He said that, uh, Bill pinched his, uh, like breathing tube or whatever. And then when they interrogate him, he's like, yeah, I, I pinched it and then I let it go. He's still fucking alive. What do you want from me? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like, fuck you guys. You know, right? it's yeah, <laughs> which was pretty satisfying. It's like the first time anyone's talked any sense about this whole thing. Uh, absolutely. Like, it, I don't know. It, it feels uh, this is like, I don't know, it, with the protesters and stuff like the last two episodes are basically. Uh, you know, Brady being arrested and then tr- uh, his trial, right? And the whole way that, like, you know, uh, these 
these weird fucking loopholes keep popping up where they're like, now the FBI wants to get involved and they, they want him to, uh, they want to study him and they don't want to put him, uh, you know, behind bars at all. And all of this shit, right? It seems like the, the point of it is like, uh, is this what you want? You libtards, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, kind of. Honestly, I like it, it. It kind of feels like some sort of a conservative's idea of what they what they think, like, uh, you know, uh, progressive people want from the yeah, justice system. It is like know? this weird example of like um, reform, you know, like uh, reform is impossible. Like people can't right. get better over time. There are criminals and there are good guys. Right. Like good guys with guns. <laughs> Um, and they illustrate this by I that's kind of what I mean when I say it feels like law and order where it's just like, yeah, it's just like this despicable villainry villainy. And he's just like, but also they really do go out of their way to have him just be like, there's no tell that he's still bad Brady really apart well, from there's a couple things where like. So when Bill is in the in the cell mm, next, to yeah, him, which is okay. like, I mean, they <laughs> so they put Bill in the cell directly next to Brady, right? So they are like they're clearly trying to do something, right? They're trying to elicit some sort of response, and they they say so, and they're like, Brady and Bill start talking, and Brady says something to the effect of like, you know, um, you uh, you tried to kill me back then, and uh, you know you could probably try and kill me again right now, you know, but it gives him puppy dog eyes. Yeah. The way that he says it, like he's trying to egg bill on into attacking him. Right. Um, and then, (laughs) then he does, he chokes him. Um, and it's pretty good. Like when he, uh, when, when they bust in, he's just like, Oh, he was choking on his, uh, thing. He had like the plastic. Yeah. Like, yeah. uh, Like as he's choking him, he's also like dislodging the thing in his throat and getting him to cough it up. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, he was choking on this. I was, and and then Montez is like, he was choking. He was choking. It's fine. Like (laughs) such like a, like cop, like uh whatever logic. Right. Um, It's like if, if if you can have his back in this way, why can't you, have his back in every other way where it's Brady's <laughs> right. word against his. That's yeah, crazy. Like, I don't know. So, uh, they get to the trial and the, the defense, their whole, um, their whole stance is that Brady is not the same person that he was back then. That these drugs that the, uh, doctors experimented on him illegally, right. Uh, have, have changed him to, uh, he's a different person completely. He has empathy. He uh, regrets the things that he does, right? And Bill is just like, there's no fucking way. It's the same guy. Mm-hmm. I know it's the same guy. Uh, he's he's try- He's fooling everybody. And, and then they get the idea, like, we should get Lou uh, because Lou knew Brady before, uh, you know, he came out as a serial killer and afterwards. <laughs> he came out. Yeah. He's so brave. <laughs> mom dad i'm mr mercedes man yeah <laughs> right I, I hate the defense when they were like it's they're two different peoples we'll call the old brady mr mercedes and we'll call this one brady right <laughs> and like that division that the guy's trying to create but mr nice brady's yeah mr nice guy 
He so Lou. They get Lou. Uh, she agrees to it. She meets with him one on one in like a, uh, like a in the in the jail where he's mm-hmm. being held. And there's like the interaction between them is like you know Lou doesn't want to look him in the eyes at first. Um, she's like, why did you you know let me live? She's at like all these questions or whatever. Um, and then Brady starts crying, right? Like he's got tears rolling and shit. But then Lou leaves, and she's like, "It's the same guy. Like I know it. I could see him in there. Like yeah. he's he's fucking fooling." That conversation did not go how I thought it was going to go. I no. I actually I thought okay. I don't love a lot of Brita Wool's acting choices. The actor who plays Lou. Yeah, me either. I thought she was really good in this scene, though. Yeah, I thought this was probably the best she's been all season. Yeah, and like, all all of like. Coming face to face with your attacker like that, right? The whole um, not making eye contact, the wh- her whole body language in in the scene is. I mean, it's the rest of the season. She's like playing this like uh, amped up like character. Like she's like, cranked up to ten on she's everything. Cracking wise, she, yeah, yeah. You know, she's she's drinking hard and fucking you know beating people up and all this shit. And you're like. This is a different person than the the season one, right? Mm-hmm. Like the person that worked in the fucking, uh, you know, which like city or you whatever. know, fair. I, I guess I guess I can't fault that. I just I just mean like aesthetically. I don't. I I was not really enjoying her acting. So uh, I can't even like back it up or substantiate it. But I've, I, it just like never rang true for me in the way that sure. it did in that scene. Yeah. Um, a couple things though about that interaction. Okay. Like it, it didn't go how I thought it was going to go at all. Uh-huh. I thought they might bring up the fact that he was becoming a computer man. There was a huge <laughs> opening for that when he was like, remember we used to like fuck around <laughs> on computers and stuff and it just never came up. Yeah. At a certain point, Babino goes to lose a uh, trailer where she lives and she asked, he asks her to, um, you know, like look into Brady's uh, digital fingerprints, like as of which, you know, by the way, <laughs> I would sue this production if I were Brita Wall and they made me say uh-huh. digital fingerprints like five times and it I never know. like paid off. That poor <laughs> yep. woman. She had to I say know. digital fingerprints again, <laughs> a very law and order SVU thing to say. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's that bullshit about like with hackers in movies, like I'm in, like that kind of shit. Yeah, totally, one hundred percent. So, uh, so, and then there's a scene like later on. It, it's I this is what I mean. Like this whole season is like filled with things that don't seem to matter, right? So Babino goes to Lou and asks Lou to look into uh, Brady's digital fingerprints, see what he's been messing around with while he's been in a coma, right? Okay. And then, like, two episodes later or something, um, Hodges and Holly are at Lou's, and Lou brings up the fact that, yeah, he's he's been, like, you know, he's becoming this internet man <laughs> where he's, like, he's <laughs> fucking, like, controlling, uh, you know, different, uh, you know, machines and shit like that. Whatever. You're like, okay. And then that, like, ends. We don't talk That's about that again. That's the last anyone mentions it. There's like, also, like... We're not going to talk about the guy in a coma who's like slipping into, 
you know, the internet and yeah, controlling we're, things. We're like, not what? like, are we never going to see his deflated skin in the bed because his essence has slipped into <laughs> right the, the, into the computer network, the digital universe. Yeah. Exactly. The other thing with that interaction is like, okay, so Lou goes on the stand or whatever. And yeah. they're asking her all these questions. I thought for sure it would come up that in the conversation that she had with Brady, that he was like, my lawyer told me to come in here and really sell to you the fact that I'm a changed person. Right. And that doesn't yeah, happen yeah. at all. Like, no. I don't know. I'm no, I'm not a lawyer. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm but a, <laughs> yeah. Yo, Clyde Brady. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Mercedes. <laughs> Was that Mr. Moisades? Moisades. Yeah. If this were set in the, if this were set in the South, his mm-hmm. name would be Mr. Fanboat. <laughs> My client stands accused of killing a crowd of gators, simply seeking employment as eating raw chicken drumsticks, uh, raw chicken drumstick eaters. <laughs> uh, he rammed them with his damn fan boat. Caught one of them tail in the propeller. <laughs> you you call yourselves a jury? <laughs> yeah. He, uh, so, okay. The trial, right? So they, they bring uh, Lou up onto the stand, right? There, uh, Montez does his investigation, <coughs> or, you know, his examination, I guess. Um, and... And you know, she says all the right things. Then the defense asks a bunch of questions that you know would favor their side of the the you know conversation. And then Lou gets up from the stand, and she walks over to Brady, and she bends down and she says, um, "I uh, I do not forgive you." Yeah. Right. And reference says, to the conversation they had in the jail, right? He was like yes, asking she, for her forgiveness. Yeah. He apologized. He says he was so sorry and he asked for forgiveness. And she says, I do not forgive you. Uh, I do not. And then she pulls out a plastic gun that she yeah. 3D printed and shoots him in the eyeball. Yes. Uh, it's pretty, pretty wild. She, sure. uh, she gave him the Shinzo Abe treatment is what she did. Who's Shinzo Abe? The Japanese prime minister who got killed by that guy with a homemade gun. Oh, my God. I don't even know what you're talking about. What? This happened like a month ago. Um, Maybe two. Uh, oh, man. Oh, it must Shinzo be nice. Abe. What? Living that beachcomber lifestyle. You don't even know when Shinzo <laughs> Abe gets friggin'. Not Shinzo. Gets his, his clock cleaned by. <laughs> yeah. Gets fucking murked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Well, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So she has a 3d printed gun with a ceramic bullet. Oh, you're, you're looking up Shinzo. Yeah. No, I'll do it on my own time. Go on. All right. Um, 3d printed gun with a ceramic bullet. So it gets through the metal detector. Right. Which we spend a lot of time watching her go through. (laughs) Right. We see like, there's a shot of her at home and she has a gun, Right. Mm-hmm. Then then she goes through the metal detector and you're like, oh, well, she can't carry a metal gun through the metal detector. Yeah. Surely. And, the, and then the security <laughs> guard says, all right, she's all clear. No metal guns. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, this one definitely doesn't have any guns on her. And then, yeah, so she shoots him. She gets arrested. Um, and we watch and Brady. Um, I thought that was kind of a a nice shot, at least, of, like, she shoots Brady in the eye. He falls down on the table. And yeah. he's sort of, like, he doesn't die instantly. He's, like, he's bleeding out on the table and dying. Right. The bailiff like pins Lou to the table and is cuffing her. So they're kind of like face to face on the table. Uh-huh. And I like that. They like make eye contact or whatever. And then we get, yeah. she gets pulled away. And the last shot we see of Brady, he has just like an impish little smile on his face. Yeah. He's as smiling. if to say, I was, I was bad the whole time. Yeah. I know what I, I did. was a bad little guy. <laughs> yeah. He was a bad little guy. <laughs> Uh, and then, and then we get, like we go a, to the, a, yeah, go ahead. Almost finished gazebo party. Yeah. We go to the gazebo party. Um, everybody's like, ah, they're just like reminiscing. They're just like, ah, this is, this is nice to have friends and people you care about. <laughs> Jerome gives a speech where he basically, details everything that bill has done in seasons one and two and is like and i thought you were crazy yeah like he'll say a thing he's like first you were obsessed with the mercedes killer Uh, (laughs) i thought you were crazy then you said your emails were disappearing i thought well he's crazy right and he keeps doing that same joke uh maybe 10 times and i think bill well within his rights is like please hurry please hurry this (laughs) along fucking wrap it up Um, there's that. And that's like it, right? That's yeah, that's kind of it. It's kind of it. There's Bill. Oh, we uh, see him painting. Of course. Yeah. We see him, him painting his turtle, uh, was Fred, right? Yeah. There's so the setup for this, (coughs) excuse me. Um, the setup is that he's talking to, um, Nancy Travis, his wife Mm -hmm. or like ex-wife or something. Yeah, and it, 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 they're yes, they're exes, and they they've sort of like through all of this stuff, they've sort of gotten back uh, reacquainted with each other and kind of gotten back together, not yeah. like officially or whatever, but they've just been like kind of seeing each other again. And, and by the way, can I just say interesting career arc for Nancy Travis? She goes from so I married an axe murderer to so I married an axe murderer's fixation. <laughs> So I divorced him anyway. So the setup is like, he's like, I had an epiphany when I was in the cell with Brady. It it hit me seeing him in the, in that cell that like, it's over, it's fully over. And I didn't feel any kind of like, I didn't feel that same like regret or whatever I felt when I retired, because when I retired, I felt like a failure for not having caught him. Yes. He's like, I just wanted to go be retired. I want it. He's like, I wanted to pick up my paints again. You know, my paints. She's like, yeah, you love your paints. <laughs> so, <laughs> I really enjoyed the fact that he's a terrible painter. I thought yeah, that was, course. that was such a delightful detail. However, in uh-huh. terms of this, this season being like weirdly kind of right wing. Yeah. Is that not similar to George W. Bush? Also oh. being like a lovable bad painter. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> and they both talk funny with funny accents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I gotta be honest, the whole stuff with his ex-wife, I didn't really care for. No, um, it, it didn't go anywhere. It, had no it doesn't really go anywhere. I th- like, there seems to be some sort of weird tension between uh, Donna, his ex-wife, and Holly. Totally. Where, like, or, and, like, that isn't really... It's that, not explored, and there's no resolution to it. It's no. just kind of, like, there. Yeah, it just pops up kind of that one time, right? Where she levels the table or whatever. Yes, yeah. Um, I, I don't even, I was about to explain what that means, but who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, 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 it's fine. Uh, Literally levels the table. Listen. Um, and that's, I don't know, that's it, right? That's the end of season two. Pretty much. We, uh, we don't get, there's no like, uh, there's no sting ending. There's no, uh, no, we see an ice cream truck, but it's a nice ice cream truck. Yeah. With a I, different just guy. Just a regular it. one. The sting, I guess, if anything is like. He paints the, the evil sun. smiley face onto the sun in his painting of the, the tortoise. What, suggesting that uh, he is the new Mercedes killer? <laughs> yeah. He's like, maybe I did the killing. <laughs> maybe it was me. There's yeah. a twist ending. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, That's fine. I, I'm ready to move into segments, but before we do. Yeah. Can I go take a uh, big hot dump? Take a short break. <laughs> yeah, we'll take, take a, a dump. Break. All right. Uh, All right. Uh, leave we'll be right a, back. Le- leave it running though. Leave okay. the audio running. All right. No, I don't want to hear you take a dump. I just want to match the audio. <laughs> no, never mind. <laughs> Do you want me to? I can bring the mic into the bathroom. Yeah. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs>
Hi, Dan. Here's how we're going to come back from our break. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's get into, we're back. Let's get into the segments. Let's do. Um, let's start where we normally start. Yeah, why oh, not? Oh, that hurts my parts. <laughs> oh, that hurts my parts. Rob. Yeah. Would you agree that there's a a lot to be to have your heart or your parts hurt by? Yeah, it hurts thing. my heart and my parts. <laughs> um, hurty yeah, parts felt. Parts <laughs> field. How about that? Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, okay. I. All right, here's there's a lot that I did not like about this season, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it meanders. Uh, we spend eight episodes going in one direction, and then uh, the last two episodes totally change everything up. Um, I think the worst part for me was the ending when when Lou shoots Brady, okay. and I. I I find that to be maybe the most unsatisfying ending to after watching 10 hours of this where mm-hmm. like they're trying to solve this, uh, you know, uh, him being te- uh, telepathically able to control people. And then he becomes like a computer man. And uh, then he, he actually become a computer man. <laughs> then he actually uh, wakes up and escapes. Right. And and then, he, you know, ultimately he turns himself in or whatever. And then, like, that's how it ends with Lou just shooting him in the head. In in court, right? Yep. Uh, I just thought that that was... I, I, I don't know if that's how it ends in the book. But I just found it to be, like, the most sort of uh, uh, unsatisfying out of nowhere. Not, not necessarily out of nowhere, because I feel like on the last episode we said that Lou was probably going to kill Brady. Right. But uh, I, I don't know. It just after going for so long in so many other different directions, it's it feels like just a cop out, you know? Totally. I mean, the the last two episodes are like a series of cop outs, right? Yes. Like the it, I, I it, think it, they're basically just saying like, OK, you, all that stuff we you, you saw before. Never mind. Never mind. All of it. All of it. Right. <laughs> like, never mind. I feel like if. <laughs> right. I, I feel like the way you sort of like get away with that. Yeah. Is to sort of sell the idea that Brady does have a master plan. Like the only way this works is like, right. If we continue down the path of the gang knows what's really happening, but it's so kind of like unfathomable to, or, you yes. know, it's like out so far outside the realm of like reasonable consideration Um, that they, yeah, basically like that moment would have to precede like an all hope is lost kind of thing. Exactly. Yes. So that, I mean, that's really why it doesn't work. I don't object to that at all. Like, like you said, we called it, it, it feels satisfying like arc wise for her. Yes. Right. Um, it's just like from a story standpoint, the lead up to that is, Okay, now Brady has a conscience, maybe. Um, He might regret the things that he's actually done. He said that he did to the doctor, 
So that seems like that part might be true. Right. Um, but also he's still like, um, you know, poking uh, Hodges, you mm-hmm. know, in it. So we're like, okay, so he is he's still also still like trying to get out of being charged for any of this. He keeps being like, right. It's okay. You can murder me. I deserve it. You can execute yeah, me. It's all yeah. right. It's I just feel so bad about it now that you might as well do it. And yeah. And everybody's like, Oh, but like, so all of that. Right. And then, and then that's the conclusion is that he just like gets shot in the head in court. I don't know. Right. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I like the first phase more where he's like Michigan J frog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's just every time someone's like, he's awake. (laughs) He just like, plays dead and (laughs) honestly him in the ice cream man suit singing hello my baby hello my honey oh that would have been good i would have i would have been annoyed by it but sure uh, no i agree though like the wheels just totally come off in the wheels yeah the wheels come off and then i don't know for eight episodes it's uh you know they took what was a uh like a say like an investigative like a crime show for eight episodes, they turn it into this other sort of supernatural kind of thing. And then the last two episodes, they're like, no, no, we're just a crime show. Yeah. Why Why couldn't he still do that once he was out of the coma? If he's still yeah. getting the brain treatments, why not, right. why why not add in the people? element yep. of him having this ulterior motive for wanting whatever the drug is called? Sure. You know, this sinister thing besides just like, I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> right. It, yeah, don't. What it, it, uh, all right, how about this? Right. So, what if he still has all of uh all the same things, right? Like he grew a conscience, he has feelings now, but he also has this uh telepathy thing. Mm-hmm. And and then um he uh you know, he makes Cora kiss him, right? It's it's much more like a a forced thing where he like mind controls her into kissing him, right? Mm-hmm. Um so we're like, well, so we're like still, so we know that he's still like this huge piece of shit. Right. And then in court, like, you know, why not, uh, you know, maybe Brady can't deal with uh, having a conscience now. And, oh, come on, Bert. Yeah, sorry. He's flapping. <laughs> he's flapping. He's flapping. Uh, no, like, I, I don't know. It, I, I feel like there's something to be said about like, this guy who was a sociopath who did these uh, like unbelievably horrible things, then actually having a conscience, like, like physically growing that part of his brain and Mm -hmm. having to come with terms with that and and like that. And he, and he can't do it. And then he makes, he like takes over Lou's body and makes Lou shoot him. There you go. I don't hate that one bit. I feel like that would have been maybe a little bit more in the tone of the rest of the season. Then Lou still ends up going to jail, but it's not like her fault mm. necessarily. Um, I don't know. I, I just feel like, yeah, that uh, the ending sucked. I don't know. Yeah. What what hurt your parts the most? Um, I mean, maybe the moment. Or, I mean, the phrase "digital fingerprint" really <laughs> irked me. Yeah. Um. I think the, uh, you know, 
if I had better recall of this show, because a lot of it just washed over me. But the thing that just jumps out at me is Bill telling Holly that she has to be the one to convince Lou to speak yeah. to Brady because she knows anxiety from the inside better than anyone. What is because, that? Right. Like they're like, Lou's not going to want to do it. She's like really struggling to keep her shit together. Like her PTS, like she has no right. handle on her PTSD. And then yeah, Bill's solution is like, well, what you, it's like sort of like Tony Soprano ish where he's like, well, you got like the anxiety, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You, you, you're always it's, dealing uh, with the depression and called, the anxiety. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I do. I like those memes of Christopher explaining what modern things are to tone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tone. It's uh, it, it's like this uh, social media app where, you know, all the videos are like, one minute long and everybody's hooked on him. Kids dance on it. I don't know. <laughs> Guys got this, this sick piece of shit kisses his mom and gets his digital fingerprints all over. <laughs> oh yeah. Paulie Walnuts being like oh, sick fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I wow. mean just off. I also like, the gazebo device was really annoying to me. Like yeah, the the whole, like the almost finished party because the, the court case hasn't come to a full resolution. Yeah. Right. They do that right before Brady gets murked in court. Yep. Um, I just like the gazebo thing is sort of happening in the, it feels like every single storyline is happening in the background. Like there's mm. no, it, everything. It's almost like they're human shielding each other. It's like every time something yeah. happens, it tries to slip behind yeah. the other storylines. Yeah. Yeah. They're all shy. These are shy plots. <laughs> shy storylines. Huh? Folks, we got a bad case of shy plot. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, this next segment's going to be tougher. Daddy! Shiny moments. Shiny Danny. Moments. It's it's shiny moments. It's Danny. It's the opposite of hurts my parts. Mm-hmm. I think. Okay. I have two. Oh, good. And it's not. It's only when you look at them out of context that they're they're at all good or interesting. Okay. And we've mentioned them both. One is Lou's conversation with Brady. Yep. Um, just purely as like, uh, uh, from a performance standpoint, I thought, uh, Brita wall did a great job. I don't think Harry Treadaway who plays Brady, I don't think yeah. he's a good actor at all. I think he's a very bad actor. In fact, yeah, <laughs> he's very bad. He's been bad since season one and I don't feel like we really even addressed it. His yeah. character is like written annoyingly, but he does not do himself any favors. Right. He doesn't he hasn't uh, raised the material up. So there's that. Um, Do you know that he plays he's on the, the show Penny Dreadful? That makes sense because he's British. Do you know that he plays Dr. Victor Frankenstein? What? What is, what is Penny Dreadful? <laughs> I think I thought it was Peaky Blinders. I know it's very easy to confuse those because they're, they're both very the British. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
They're all, yeah, they're both names just like the noises that come out of British people's mouths. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I, I mean, it's, it's sort of like, it seems like it's a, what is it? A, a league of extraordinary gentlemen kind of a thing oh, where there's God. like, like there's a Dorian Gray character. There's a Frankenstein, et cetera, et cetera. Um, That's annoying. That, uh, so I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Go on. Oh, that's okay. Um, the other scene I liked, which felt completely unjustified, was Jerome and his dad. I thought. Oh yeah, yeah. Thought that was also like very. It was like a very human, compelling moment, and right. Um, so it there's a, had so, nothing to do with anything. Basically, you right. can round so down. Like, a scene where Jerome is talking to his sister and his sister is pissed because um, their dad has like basically stopped, um, you know, getting any sort of like going out to dinner, all that stuff. Like he's cutting back on, on things because, you know, school for uh, Jerome is costing a lot of money or whatever. Right. Then Jerome takes it upon himself to like, he has a job, he's making money, he buys groceries. And then when he brings the groceries home, his dad is like, what is this? And he's like, oh, I thought I could help out. You know, like I know that my school is a lot of money and, you know, I don't, uh, whatever it, and his dad gets incredibly offended and he's Mm -hmm. like, don't you, you don't ever, you know, buy food and put food on my table. Like your job is to go to school. My job is to put food on the table. You don't take another man's job. Like it, which I thought was a great line, honestly. Oh yeah. And he, I mean, he does such a great job with it. Like, like he takes the eggs, he like breaks them in the sink one by one. Just like, here's what I think of your fucking eggs. There's also like a moment, like, incredible grocery acting from this man. There's also a moment where he like looks at the, the jug of milk with like Uh such contempt. (laughs) Yep. Just like it's this object of his inadequacy as a father and as a man. And it's just like, it's shockingly compelling. It's like, great. We've been hiding acting. Yeah. yeah, It's, (laughs) it seems like an exercise you would have to do in an acting class to be like, (laughs) like, Hamlet had a had that skull. This guy is right. a half gallon of two percent milk. <laughs> Honestly, yep. it, it was shocking. Like the, he's so good, and he's just like hidden off in the corner of the show. Right. I'm also remembering now he has that moment in season one where he like confronts Bill, and he's like, "If you fuck up my kid's life, I will come for you. You right. piece of shit, you Irish piece yeah. of shit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, so I, I don't know that guy's so name. Which, which one? Uh, which one is your shining moment? Oh, I have to pick one. Yeah. That's wow. That's crazy. Um, I'll go with that one. Nico Parham that, is the actor's name. That that's a that is a good uh, good scene. That's a good moment. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. Um, my shining moment is um it's when brady dances with his, a body double of his dead mom <laughs> yeah that's pretty funny <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> funny um no my my shining moment is that scene where library al is in the house and you're not sure if he is in the house yeah. or going after holly at the office that's the better uh, call that's the better shiny moment it's it, it like as far as like tension goes i feel like it's the most tension this whole season and yeah. Well, it's like a moment where it's like 
the whole show is finally focused on this one thing happening. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's no bullshit with the doctor. I, that, <laughs> that guy should barely be in the show. In my yeah. opinion. Yeah, like I those, mean, like, they but, but, they should so, only exist like, to whole, move the, the plot whole Babino, along. That whole fucking storyline is so annoying. Yeah, it's been knowing where it goes, nowhere. <laughs> yeah, and and we spent the it we spend so much like character development time with them. Yeah, to no end. To no end. That's, oh boy, that's the biggest problem with this fucking season. So but that's a great pick right. for shiny moment. That is uh, all right. Are you definitely. ready to dip into King Tropes? King Tropes. King Tropes. If you say that before you just say so, we'll add it to our running list of King Tropes. Why are all the children always evil? Why so many one letters for people? King wanted to. Why are all the children always evil? King wanted to. Why so many one letters for people? King wanted to. Why is there always going to be a greaser? King wanted to. You just need to trust this, guys. Go to Bloodline Device. I drive a great distance just to die. Just to die. King Tropes. King Tropes. Now, this is for the whole damn series. This one's for all the marbles, because we didn't uh, we didn't do this yeah. last week. Correct. So I'm gonna I'm gonna open it up with a nice easy one. Okay. We got an M O O N. Yeah, M O O N. That's we got library L. Yep. Yep. So there's one. I got a Moon Man. Um, <laughs> yeah. I. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh yeah, obviously the fucking the Mind Palace, right? The yep. subconscious representation in a physical space. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, there's a scene. Uh, the scene where they walk into the police station and uh like they're about to like the babinos or what they're like we'd like to speak to this person and they're like who's this and then brady takes off his glasses and he says here's johnny which is from the shining only (laughs) for the listener at home i'm shaking my damn head you are shaking your damn head you shouldn't have done that that's fucking stupid (laughs) I, I know that it's from Johnny Carson, but at this point, it, that's the only. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. A psycho murderer man saying, here's Johnny. Yeah, that's the shiny. Right? Come on. That's the shining. Absolutely. Um, um, oh, man, I had one and I feel like it's gone now. I mean, there's the whole like, uh, you know, com- uh, Internet man, cyber uh, yeah. lawnmower man that he almost becomes. Kind of. Mm-hmm. He does go thirty percent lawnmower man. Um, you could also say that um, cellular devices turning people into zombies. Yep. Classic. Classic stuff. That's um, the cell. Or no, not the cell. I always do it. just cell. Drop the the. It's cleaner. <laughs> uh, killing a dog. Secret window. Uh, stop killing dogs. It's the Talking Heads concert film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like Run the Jewels put out like that album where it's all cat uh, cat meows instead of the, their lyrics. It's like it Run the Jewels 2 and it's all the same music, uh, but it's just meows. Wow. And 
And I mean, it's unlistenable, yeah, obviously. It's, uh, pretty but, annoying. Yeah, Stop killing dogs is the Talking Heads version of that. And all the lyrics are replaced with uh, "just don't listen." Yeah, just don't listen. Just don't to listen this. to that. <laughs> Definitely don't listen. Yeah. Huh. Any other tropies? Uh, uh, how about I have I have one. Okay. Experimental drugs making people into brain uh, mutants. Oh, like like Lawnmower Man. Uh, like the Lawnmower Man, like Firestarter, Twisted Firestarter. Ah, yeah, fucking Firestarter. That's true. Yeah. So there you go. I know. Come on, why? Okay, this hospital, right? Like, I know that the Chinese are involved in in the drug whatever but what if the shop was behind it all come on mm. bring back the shop the shop is chinese now yeah yeah the shop is um, chinese the shop is bay <laughs> um how about the sort of you know this isn't i guess like literally true because they all still yeah. have like their actual families but sort of the found <laughs> family ragtag gang of oh yeah of sure. weird friends. Yeah, there it is like a yeah. Yeah. Uh it, it's it, it's like a little family. I mean, especially like uh Bill and Holly. Yeah, like, totally. I think that is know. like the actual example, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And um, you can point to any number of things for that, so why say any of the names of them? Right. Uh what I think that I don't know. I think that's kind of it, right? That can be I mean, it. I feel like those are big ones, though. <laughs> yeah, take, yeah. Let's take the plot from a, a few of these and mix them up. <laughs> yeah, why the hell not? Yeah. Is this like our All first right. like real detective story that we've done? Uh, uh, what, like the first Mr. Mercedes, you mean? Or I just mean, just like Mr. Mercedes in general. in general, yeah. Have, have we done like a king detective story? I guess there's the Night Flyer. Nightflyer is kind of a detective uh, thing. There's, I don't know, there's probably like detectives in other movies, right? Yeah. Like, uh, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, that's a, that's a solid question. I feel like he did, like, King, his later work has a lot more detective shit in it. Yeah. Yeah, that feels um, right. Yeah. All right. Um,. You ready to move on to our next penultimate segment? Seg- oh, is it our penultimate? Yeah, basically. Yes. You want you ready to move on to our penultimate section? What, what do you mean? Thing? What do you mean? Basically, am I forgetting something? No, I'm not. No, I. I'm, no, you're not. No, okay. it it is it's technic it is the penultimate. We always say that our last segment is shows over, and then we oh shows over. oh right, of course, of course, it, okay. It, it, so uh, not our penultimate is, segment. Yeah, Slimer. Uh, where where was Slimer? Uh, this is this where, is where was Slimer. Slimer. <laughs> We're going to answer that question in this segment. Um, Rob, where yeah. was Slimer? I, you know what? I didn't actually see any. Slimers, no one. Oh, you, my friend, were not looking closely in the courtroom scene. Oh, was there? (laughs) Yeah, remember when Brady goes to speak and the crowd is outraged? Mm -hmm. What uh, in the mix 
you know, yep. you see people like raising their fists, holding signs up and stuff. But did, if you also saw like a couple hot dogs fly up in the air and sort of a green <laughs> glow, you can yep. just make them out. Just make them out. There's just a bit of onion head. Just make them uh, out. Just make it. All right. Well, yeah. good. So there he so, was. Slimer. And there was Slimer. You really got to be quicker on the draw. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Which brings us to our penultimate segment, IMDB. They just cheated us. This isn't fair. Now, here on King Me, <laughs> we have what we call the King Me commitment to excellence. Yep. And this manifests in a number of ways. One yeah. is figuring out on the fly what our shiny moments are. Sure. Another is forgetting that uh, where was Slimer, the fake segment, is not the actual <laughs> not penultimate, the penultimate segment. No. Another. I, so, yep, go ahead. Another is that I took the time to find the average weighted or the weighted average user score for this season specifically. Oh, you did. Okay. So I, I was, I, while we were recording, you know, now, um, I was looking through it and I was trying to do it in my head. You so can't. I want, you can't. Well, cause you got to weight them by number of votes. Oh, that's yeah. true. I have an I Excel sheet open. The, the number of votes. All right. Yeah. So you go ahead. It's hard to do, but I, honestly, I think just by looking at it, you probably could have eyeballed it. I mean, um, I I came up with just like like seven point four, seven point five. Rob, that was my average. They they may as well call you the King Me commitment to excellence. It's seven point <laughs> five, roughly. Hey, yeah, it's really like seven point five zero and so on, zero three, zero four, one nine six, and so on. Uh-huh. But yeah, seven point five out of out of ten stars. Um, that to me is way too high. I would not go over five for this. I would maybe say like four flat, three and a half or four. I was gonna say four. Yeah, it's, it's it feels not like good. It's I think really people not. just like become fans of things and then they just follow them to the ends of the earth. Uh, yeah, that's it, all I can think. It's like it's okay to not. You know, if something gets bad, you don't have to keep watching it. You know, <laughs> it's true, especially this. Yeah. Um, I tried. I tried to tell him, folks. I tried to tell him <laughs> we don't have to do this. I know. He was like, no, part two. And next week, part three. <laughs> season two, part three or postmortem on season two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to have to figure out what to do with season three, aren't we? Uh, I mean, I've heard it's a complete departure. I believe uh, it is. On the, I mean, it's a whole new cast. It's all different. Yeah. You know, over on uh, over on the Patreon, there uh, our, our patron Kane commented on something we posted and, and mentioned that season three is completely different. So maybe we'll right. like it more. I don't know. And yeah, we'll see. And that brings us to our final segment. Shows over. Shows over. Really? Do you have like arthritis or something? Really? (laughs) Am I not taking your time? (laughs) Maybe there's a delay in the uh, in your. Oh, maybe that. Maybe that's it. I feel like once 
Yeah, we've been on a, a, a video call for three and a half hours. I feel like the audio, or, you know, like the video quality starts to lag a little bit. Right. <laughs> um, this is Shows Ova where we end the show. Hey, maybe you heard me mention the Patreon a moment ago. Hey. Well, well, I would like to encourage you, dear listener, to head over to patreon.com slash kingmepod. $5 a month gets you access to bi-weekly feature bonus episodes, as well as, as you know from earlier in the week, the second half of our King Me, or sorry, our Dollar Baby episodes, where we talk oh, yeah. about short films adapted from short stories by Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Right. Short films for short people. That's right. <laughs> um, and we begin and end each episode by talking to you like a baby. You're used to being woken up by a woken up like a baby, but wouldn't you like to be yeah. put to bed by uh, bed by one? I keep <laughs> yeah, wow. So all you all you diaper perverts out there, why don't you sign up? That's right. Um, <laughs> we should have a diaper perverts tier on the Patreon <laughs> where we just talk to them like babies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like every tier, like uh, it just keeps getting like more and more like. Uh, like fetishy and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know I've harangued you about this in the past, but have you listened to the Sloppy Boys podcast? So I it's have okay if you haven't listening to it. Okay. What? I was going to say, it's okay if you haven't. But. No, no, I have. I actually, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. For one, I, I, I always like the Sloppy Boys when they're on other podcasts. Yeah. They're all very funny. Um, I, I like, you know, their interaction with each other is great. And then the topic, like all the drinks and stuff, I'm like, Oh, this is pretty interesting stuff. That's what I'm telling you. This is like a four quadrant show for Rob, Rob's four quadrants. Um, (laughs) I I bring that up. I bring them up only to say that they have such a good idea going on their Patreon where they have a pay pig tier where you just pay them. Like it's, I forget if it's like a hundred dollars a month or something, but you get no additional benefits. (laughs) And they have like two or three people do it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. All right. All right. Maybe we'll steal that. Yeah. I've, yeah. <laughs> you get nothing else, you little piggy. And uh, <laughs> yeah, ours will be called Spooky Pay Pig or something. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Join and let us fin dom you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So you head over there, you get a bunch of bonus content. Um, you can also follow us on our socials, uh, twitter.com slash King me pod, facebook.com slash King me pod. The, mm. what's the, the Instagram? It's like King me dot pod or something. I don't know. Look it up. <laughs> who gives a shit. Yeah. Who cares? Also, you got any questions, comments, you email us at uh, King me pod at gmail.com. Most importantly, we haven't asked for this in a while. Yeah. Rate and review us, baby guys. We, we feel like we're just, we're just speaking into the void here. We don't, we don't get any stars. We need those stars, man. I want, I, we need your help to do this, but I want to knock the losers clubs dick in the dirt. (laughs) (laughs) I want to, I want to give the losers club a taste of the breakfast club. By knocking their dicks in the dirt, like the principal right. did in the Breakfast Club, or threatened to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. He was um, the good guy in that, so we should want to do that. Yeah. No, he's the principal. He's running the show. Of course, he's the good guy. Yeah. Um. um 
rate review us. I do it on Apple Podcasts. You can do it on Spotify. Maybe I think Stitcher too. If anyone still uses fucking Stitcher, could you imagine? Oh, I have a Stitcher Premium account. (laughs) Oh, look at you! Good for you. Um, Yeah, guys. Write a review and we'll read it on the show. It'll be a good time. It'll be yeah. funny for everybody. Yeah. Also, would you like a video tier, guys? We were thinking about doing videos. Yeah, let us know if you want to have like uh, like a video tier of us of us gabbing away. You can look at us. I'm wearing a sleeveless shirt right now, so you could see that, for example. <laughs> right. You'd be you like, where do of, his uh, shoulders end and his arms start? It's just sort of one <laughs> shape. One one width the whole way. You can see all of Dan's tattoos. That'll be another uh, yeah, Patreon yeah, tier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. Um, all right. Look, I'm going to get out of here. I got yeah, shit I gotta, to do. <laughs> yeah, a lot. All right. Uh, Thanks, oh, guys. oh, one last thing. Yep. Uh, we did have like a we did have a few new people subscribe to the Patreon. So really quickly, oh, yeah. I just want to say thank you two it's loading we have to we have to thank a lot of people here i just want uh i want everybody to know how uh much we appreciate you joining the patreon it's so uh every time literally every time that we get a new patron we text each other and we're like hey more somebody else likes us yeah we say hey this isn't a friend of friend or relative of yours right right we have to make sure that they're not directly related to us and then (laughs) and then we celebrate right we we check to see if they're a member of the e street band and then uh yeah (laughs) because is that because we're from new jersey and everyone in new jersey is friends or relatives of the e street band that's right. Okay. <laughs> anyway, thank you to Dagon, Angela, and Sean for signing up. Welcome to the fold. Very glad to have you. Don't forget to uh, throw a recommendation our way for a feature film. So uh, less of a recommendation, more of a request, really. Yeah. yeah. We, we'll fire yeah, that we, up. We, we, even even the, the movies that we haven't necessarily enjoyed watching, it's always fun to talk about them on the Patreon. So... You know, put in what whatever movie you think, uh, whatever movie you want to hear us talk about. We, yeah, we'll, man. we'll fucking do it, man. Can be scary. Doesn't have to be. Could be anything. Yeah, could be anything. All right. Until next time. Of course, I am Danny. I'm Rob. Steven Gagliardi. Damn it. <laughs> Stephen, Stephen King. King. <laughs>